What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In a small beach town on the north coast of the Caribbean island of Dominican Republic lives the Mariposa Foundation. In Spanish, Mariposa means butterfly. The butterfly is a symbol of change and transformation which is exactly what's happening to the beautiful young girls and ladies of the Mariposa Foundation. For 10 years, the foundation has been working to end generational poverty in their community by educating, empowering, and employing girls. And the first thing they teach every new Mariposa is how to swim. From there, they teach the girls about the environment, about protecting the ocean, and some girls even learn how to surf. This is the story of Changing Tides Foundation's visit to meet the Mariposas. And welcome to Swell Season Surf Radio on KPIS.FM. I'm your co-host, Tyler Brewer. And I'm your co-host, Ben Pomeroy. And so we have a great show for you guys tonight. We have a, this episode, we have a theme. This upcoming weekend is the sixth annual Women's Surf Film Festival. It's going to be going on in Rockaway Beach, kicking off this weekend. And then I believe next weekend it'll be out at the Montauk Beach House in Montauk. It's going to be a great event, incredible films, a whole bunch of great things going on. So we're going to be getting into it tonight. Yeah, we will. I went two years ago. It's it's a great time. And um, sort of a wide range of films. We're going to hear a bit about it from... We, well, we have some great yeah. guests tonight. So um, tonight, uh, one, one of those films that we're going to be screening at the Women's Surf Film Festival is with us tonight. We speak with professional surfer, filmmaker, two times women's pipeline longboard event champion, and two times nine-foot and single competition, the Deus event, wow. Miss Leah Dawson. And then we are also joined by her co-producer of this upcoming film, Same Seas. And her name is Becky Mendoza, attorney at law, or Becky Mendoza Esquire, if you will. (laughs) Founder of the Action Sports Law Group and the founder of the Changing Tides Foundation. And Becky is like... I mean, she's major. the she's, she's major. the lawyer to the action sports yes. stars. Can't I mean, you this. you name it. Like they've seems like they've worked with her. I mean, like right now she reps Philippe Toledo. So I mean, it's pretty hot. That's <laughs> pretty awesome. Um, and the, Steph Gilmore. And Steph Gilmore. So that's pretty insane. So these two talents behind the film Samezies create. They created a short film that tells the story of the Mariposa Foundation. On the north shore of the Dominican Republic, a place that many surfers from New York go to. 
And this organization works with young women to help end generational poverty. Um, these women are full of life, and they're teenagers, and they share the love of the ocean and the environment with them in the film, and they explore together the power of sisterhood in this film. So we're going to talk to them about that and about the Changing Tides Foundation. And then uh, after that, you know, um, we're going to be talking to uh, Davina uh, Grinchevius, uh, which is the director of the Women's Surf Film Fels. And Davina is just incredible. Uh, a good friend of ours in the show, and really looking forward to tucking into the sixth edition of the New York City <sighs> Women's Film Surf Fest. Let me just tell all our listeners to do a surf film festival is freaking hard. You would know it's a lot of work, and uh, she she's incredible. So Tyler uh, used to produce a film fest. I did a few. So you know so, all about. So, um, but without further ado, I think. We have on the line right now, Leah and uh, Becky. Let me uh, patch those recording. guys in. Hold on. Cool. Guys. All right. Hey, welcome, guys. Are you there, Becky and Leah? Yeah. We're here. All right. <laughs> it works. Modern <laughs> technology is working for us. <laughs> How are we doing, guys? How are you? Yeah, we're great. Um, we're getting ready to, to head to your coast. So I'm I'm actually in California right now, in San Diego, and uh, yeah, Leah's in Orlando. So um, yeah, I can't wait to be on the East Coast timeline with everyone. Becky, nice to meet you. Ben Pomeroy here. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, very excited to have you. Also, Leah, uh, I think what when we were thinking about getting ready for the the film fest. Uh, Tyler mentioned that you guys were available uh, either in person, but we got you over the over the phone. But both of you seem to embody like the essence of um, I think both not just sort of uh, women's surf, but also the business behind it, and then the Changing Tides Foundation, sort of the wraparound. So it's like you get a lot of our show topics. With two star guests, yeah. So thank you very much for being so talented and, and ambitious in what let, you do. Let me just clarify: not two stars, like two different no, stars. Sorry. Just wanted to know, you know, within the age of Yelp reviews, we don't want people exactly. to think like it's a two out of four here. Guess we got some five star guests. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Get ready for corny. Yeah, yeah. My wife, may, you know, gets upset with my dad jokes, so. Um, but anyway, uh, Becky and Leah, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Leah, you, Leah, Thanks you're so down much for having us. Oh, our pleasure. Leah, you are down in Orlando. What are you doing down there? I am. I actually grew up here. I'm, um, in my, my parents' house that I grew up in. Um, they still live down here. My, my nice. brother and his family, they've got a couple, uh, identical twin boys that are three and a half. So I'm, I went to swim lessons with them today. Um, I'm getting some much much needed home time um, in between my travels. I just you just came got back, back. From Panama. Had, yeah, I was I was down in Panama hosting a surf retreat, and um, it's easier to come to Florida than anywhere else from Panama. So I came yeah. straight here and got some mamas cooking, and then um, nice. yeah, I'm already on East Coast time, so I'm I'm ready to come up there and oh, so excited to be back in the city. How fun! <laughs> nice. Well. Uh, you were down in Panama with a good friend of ours from the show, uh, Laura Rubin, who does yes. 
who is actually a sponsor of the show with her All Swell Creative Books, which are awesome. Her writing books. So awesome. They're so great. And you guys did like a workshop down there, didn't you? Yeah, we did. It's so cool. Like, so many of the girls, um, like, have been posting or just sharing with me personally that they've been writing and I've been journaling every day and it just feels so good. Um, it's amazing that, like, I, I knew the power of journaling for sure a, li- a little bit. Um, I knew that it was an important uh, way to, to get your thoughts out and that it could really help um, maybe ease some emotions and also uh, organize thoughts and whatnot. But to see, today I was thinking about it, to see the medicine yeah. um, that can come from simply writing in a book that is yours um, is really powerful. And I'm, I'm um, so grateful that, that Laura was there to share her her wisdom um, and and give us all like a, another tool um, to be able to be our best selves. And thank you for giving our commercial spot for us, <laughs> uh, Laura. There you go. <laughs> Did you? I, I could talk about Laura all day long. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> Can you bring us into the the work that you did down in the Dominican Republic with the Mariposa Foundation, which is documented in the short film um, "Same Sea" that will be at the uh, uh, 2018 Women's Surf Film Fest next week and the week after. Um, just bring, give us some context. Uh, I love that sort of how it began is you sh- that you came down there and there was the best swell in 10 years, uh, even though that didn't seem like th- that wasn't the primary reason you guys went down t- up to the uh, North Shore of the Dominican Republic. But bring us into um, what brought you down there and then, and then the young women you worked with. Either one of you. Yeah. So um, I'll take this, Becky. Um, so we have been in touch with the Mariposa Foundation, um, which is an incredible organization that's um, been working with females to end generational poverty in the Dominican Republic. And, um, you know, we have been in contact with them actually through some fellow surfers that lived um, in Cabarete in the north coast of the Dominican Republic. And so we have been trying to plan um, to go down there and work with these girls for a while. And it all kind of just worked out. Serendipitously, we had the dates planned in, and um, and then we started checking the swell models like the week before, and we were like, "Whoa, okay, mm. like <laughs> um, something big is coming." So it kind of just it was complete coincidence. I mean, well, we don't necessarily believe in coincidence. It happened exactly how it was supposed to, but <laughs> exactly. it was just very serendipitous and perfect. And um, so we we rolled in and. Um, and we got to connect with the Mariposa Foundation to start. And then we figured it would be a really, really cool way to show the girls um, that we were working with, uh, you know, how how real women can uh, join in the lineup with, you know, with the boys and, and, and proper surf. So um, we arrived and everybody was pretty undergunned. <laughs> I think hmm. one of the girls borrowed a, a gun from one of the boys in the, in the parking lot. And, uh, and so I flew the drone, um, Leah, Anna, Leanne, uh, and Sarah Brady all paddled out. And then we had our photographer, Gianca, paddled out um, nice. to take photos. Uh, we later found out the girls caught, you know, epic waves. Um, the Mariposa girls were cheering from, you know, from the shore. Everybody was cheering from the shore, really. It was really cool to watch 
um, to watch all of it unfold and then kind of be in the lineup too with the, with the drone. Um, so that was epic. And then uh, kind of coming in, we, we uh, it was pretty cool that for the rest of the trip, um, I think the, the locals, we gained the respect of the boys for sure. Nice. Uh, ben Bourgeois was in town and we spent a lot of time out there too. And we had kind of been in contact with him beforehand. So he was giving us the heads up on where to go. Um, and so, yeah, the boys were, were really impressed by, by the Saving Tides Foundation girls. And um, after that, it was just everybody kind of like fighting over who was going to take us surfing where to good <laughs> spots and whatnot. So it was just really, really a powerful way for the girls of the Mariposa Foundation who are surfers. Um, you know, we were working specifically with their, with their best surfers. Um, and, yeah, it was just really cool for them to see that, you know, chicks belong in the lineup too, and that the girls could do it. And um, yeah, it was just a really, really powerful experience for us um, to start the trip that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Um, like, what was yeah. what was like that transformation for 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 the girls to see like Yulia charging some of these bigger waves? Like, did they? Do you feel that that almost gave them uh, more courage or more confidence as you went along? Uh, you know, just kind of curious, like what kind of psychological effect that that might have had on them to yeah. to encourage them. I think I think it if it wasn't outspoken and and like oh well actually some of the girls were joking okay it's my turn I'm going <laughs> <laughs> but um I I think it was it was subtle in that they recognized that um. It was obviously really scare, scary out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was coming in like I was I was on the edge of my seat. It was some of the I, I live in Hawaii on the North Shore, and it was some of the heaviest waves that I've ever been out in. Um, so it, I think they they recognized how uh, intense it was. Mm -hmm. um, but when when it kind of set the precedent for the rest of the week, because that happened kind of the first day that we were with them um <laughs> or the set yeah the second day like the first day that we were with them was a short afternoon and then the next day we picked them up early in the morning we're like okay you're coming dawn patrolling with us girls um like come come witness we we didn't really know what was in store it, it kind of took us all by surprise but um they definitely later in that day afterwards is when we did our exercise that um is kind of showcased in the film which is um we we went around in a circle and, and we're sharing different things our dreams and aspirations and whatnot and we did a couple exercises and then we also went around the circle and asked um what does the ocean mean to us uh, mm -hmm. and everyone gave their own beautiful unique answers um and um hearing each one of these girls describe their love for the ocean and what it brings to their life um i could definitely you know maybe the big wave surfing for sure it was something that that empowered them and and that they saw that they can they can be out there um but hearing them communicate um how much they love the ocean and and how they look at it as this uh place of freedom um I think they get that no matter big or small, the ocean is a place for solace for them. And it's a, it's a place where they can, um, feel themselves. Um, and that's actually what, what sparked the name of the film, Samesies. Um, uh, it was, it, I don't know, it was kind of a play on words. 
Um, because I, you know, you know how little kids will say samesies of of samesies, no backsies. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, and it kind of came from that, but like sharing that same feeling of of um of being the same as someone, but um that same feeling is is through that bond of, of loving the ocean. Um, With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, can can I ask like what 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 are these girls' backgrounds like? What what are what kind of conditions are they coming from? And and how is this uh, program really? I guess like changing those backgrounds or or helping to encourage them to change or alter certain paths. Uh, I'm just trying to I, I want to understand like where they're coming from and where their mindsets are before even meeting you guys. Yeah, so they are actually, like, they live in Cabarete, but they live, like, in in the villages kind of behind the touristy yeah. part of the town, right? Yeah. So, um, so it's very, uh, they definitely are, I would say in Cabarete specifically, are pretty segregated in general. Mm-hmm. But I would say the Mariposa Foundation, like, this, what they're doing out there is beyond anything we've ever seen anywhere else. Like what what they're doing with these girls, mm-hmm. um, they take the girls in at eight years old, and um, I think they have 150 girls in their program, and they've sent girls to college like internationally. Wow. And most of these girls wouldn't even have learned how to read or write. Um, so they, and, you know, most of them are um, like Afro Caribbean, mm-hmm. and and yeah, so they're they're absolutely gorgeous, and they have so much flavor. But more than anything, they are so incredibly well-mannered and well-educated because of the Mariposa Foundation. The manners right. were, like, uh, above and beyond what you see, like, from my own friends' kids here, you know? Um, and then also just the, the education that they're given there. The first thing they're taught is to learn to swim. Nice. And that is essentially, like, the groundwork for empowering these girls, making them feel confident, making them comfortable in the ocean, um, making them feel empowered. And then from there, it just continues on. Like, all these girls are learning to speak English. All of the girls are learning to play instruments. They learn about the environment, about how to protect the environment. The surfers, the girls who are in the surf club are required to pick up four bags of trash before every session. So they're not even allowed to go surf without picking up trash from the beach. So it's just like what what they have learned in Mariposa Foundation is just this incredible just fundamental way of um of just empowering not only empowering each other but um creating you know creating bonds and uh creating work for each other too so um yeah. foundation also has like social enterprise so they have a coffee shop in cabarete that funds uh the nonprofit, and then they also have an upcycle project where they had this organization um who was working to dispose of sails like sailboat sails and so they had a container sent to them at uh in mariposa and they're basically making like backpacks um little clutch purses wallets 
out of these sales, like upcycling these sales and using that as social enterprise to teach the girls how you can turn um, like talent into into funding, into yeah. money. Yeah. So it's really, really cool. I, I, I was yeah. struck by that. Uh, uh, just a bit the focus on cleaning up uh, the the single use plastic and how that was a sort of a, a a particularly bad problem. How was that communicated? I'm I'm always curious about how we address local issues coming in from the outside and where there's trash. In some ways, it's like it. I, I'm not sure exactly the source of of the beach trash because in many ways it could come from another island. Um, but if it's localized, how that's communicated and accountability, especially the young kids, um, how, how that, how the, was that through um, the Mariposa foundation through local mentors and leaders? Or was it also in conjunction with fo- um, folks coming in from, from away? Definitely. They have, um, they have collaborations with other nonprofits. When we were there, there was another nonprofit called plastic ties. And actually, the first afternoon that we arrived, we met up with Christian from Classic Tides, and we took the girls to the water. There's like a waterway, like these freshwater canals behind their homes. And we actually took trucks back there and went behind their own communities, and um, and we picked up trash. And so, basically, that was our first peek into how bad the trash problem is in the Dominican Republic in general, I mean, it was probably as bad as we've ever seen it anywhere, and it was nothing like what, what we're seeing now kind of going viral on the internet. That video um, with all really the, the, the trash waves and everything. Oh, yeah. So bad. So bad. So what happens is, and I'll explain that. So what happens is, there's there are mountains, and there are rivers, and so these villages that are kind of up in the mountains, um, they don't have like trash collections. So what happens is they throw their stuff wherever they can, and most of it ends up in the river. And then once rainy season comes and there's heavy rains, um, it all gets washed out into the ocean. And that's exactly what happened in Santo Domingo. And it happens, I mean, while we were in Cabarete, because that big swell came in and washed through, um, you know, it kind of moved a lot of water around. There was like a ton of trash in the water. Yeah. Um, So it's really as far as like showing the girls – um, like showing the girls, uh, not just obviously they see what's going on in their own uh, community, but being able to witness them telling their neighbors, hey, don't throw that on the ground or, you know, pick up after yourself. Like they're becoming the change that needs to happen in that country and in other countries that are similar, you know, where there is no proper trash collection and, and kind of everything just ends up in the ocean. So it's really all about education. And so many people, it like killed me because watching like, Watching the video, like seeing it on like Kelly Slater's Instagram, um, you know, the comments, so many people were like really nasty in the comments, like, you know, about Dominicans in general. And it's, it's... and it's really, this is a global problem, you know, <laughs> so, um, and it's all about education and educating people. They were used to eating off banana leaves and then just throwing it into the, you know, on the ground, like to compost. And now all of a sudden everything's single use plastic. So just really gnarly. <laughs> Yeah, I think it it really comes in a shift of of consciousness and and education is the most most key element because we see like, especially through uh, the work of Mariposa, Mm -hmm. all these girls, they know, um, they, they are extremely aware of not only not littering, but like their plastic consumption, whereas, um, 
you know, a lot of people will get a, a, a sugar drink and not think twice about that it's, or another bag of chips or another bag of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's wild because as, as the plastic crisis continues to grow, um, so does the, the obesity and the diabetes rate that, yeah. um, is, is also connected to it. Um, so, uh, it was, it was extremely empowering for me to see that these girls, um, had already become stewards in their own community. Um, and that it's, it's, um, proof that if you teach the kids, they will, they will be the change. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, they'll be the ones that get their parents to change their ways and hopefully, um, but it, it is in the kids and it's in the education of, of our young, young folks, folks folks that will change um change the ways uh because it's it's undoubtable we all know that we can't keep going on like this just to uh, leah just to change or or pull back a little bit and i'm thinking of you riding on the big swell and being this um strong being an athlete being a mentor being a strong woman and and um what was that like was that was that a sense that in their community um where there are there athletes that they can look up to or also women because there's sort of the educational piece um but there's also this sense of like voice and empowerment that that seemed to take place you know the film is short but you really tease out some of it but here you and 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 your team come in and embody such a strong independent um, image of a woman. Um, what was sure. that like? What was the feedback that you heard from these young, um, young women who are what young teens? What was the age? Um, yeah, I think they were from like what twelve to sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, maybe? I think that was the range. Yeah, that's the range. Uh, I think they were they were really excited. I unfortunately don't speak Spanish um, much, um, so. A lot of their, because um, they are so dynamic and so expressive, and I know that they were expressing a lot. Um, but to see the joy, I, I do know that I, I remember them saying like they that they were surprised that um, they were having as much fun as as they were. It, it was very clear that we bonded um, nice. from, from the very, very first day, especially after the surf session. And, and when we all came together and, and shared a little bit of our stories, um, it, it became clear that, um, there was no barrier of, of age or, or race. Um, there was just a, like a bond through the feminine, um, connection of being able to just express, what it feels like to be a woman and, and connect through that. Um, Becky, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I just really, it was really impressive to me to see the kind of roots of empowerment that Mariposa has already kind of ingrained. So I think just growing, like for us to be able to connect with them in, in this way, just kind of added to that um, in a sports sense. So, yeah, I just, I thought, I know, like, just from, I just speak Spanish, and I was, I was, you know, doing all the, the commentary and everything, and 
they were just really, really stoked. And like Leah said, it was just, I don't think they were expecting, like, they were like, okay, we're, we're going to be hanging out with these girls. You know, I don't know what they were really expecting, but I think that what our project and our time there with them surpassed their expectations. It certainly surpassed ours. Surpassed ours. So I'm going to switch this up, or, or this is kind of tied into uh, the empowerment of women in general. Like, Leah, you are a professional surfer, you know, in a world that, a surf world that has for many years been somewhat dominated by men. Uh, how has it been uh, navigating that professional career as a female surfer and, and, a, and a non-competitive to a certain extent? You've, you've had competitive success, but sure. you've walked away from the WSL World Tour. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, how do, you, how do you navigate that and how do you set that set yourself up as a role model for these girls girls like this but also here in the u.s you know and uh you know we we have a women's surf film festival coming up this weekend which is incredible and it's in its sixth running which is phenomenal and and it's like it still feels like the industry as a whole is still not caught on to this movement yeah. in some ways so i'm just kind of curious like how you navigate that and Becky, I'm also curious your thoughts as a lawyer, you know, for a lot of uh, professional athletes and female athletes. Like, how how do we one like change this industry and and affect that change? And two, like, how how are you navigating that, and how are you trying to make those changes? Um, do you want to start? Sorry, it's a big, big, yeah. big, big topic. Yeah, sure. so. Tee it up, <laughs> tee it up. Great, great question. Um, I think on on a personal level for me, uh, it's always just been staying true to my heart and to my um, highest like vision for myself and my morals. Mm -hmm. um, and that if if I um, stayed stayed true to that, then uh, everything would would pan out, and it continues to. Um, I, I feel strongly that it's my life's work to, to help be a, a powerful voice within this amazing surfing culture that I think um, can be an influencer on a global stage of um, turning our world into a sustainable one. Mm -hmm. um, and so to me, it's, it's encouraging uh, to be a female surfer and, and starting to see that, that there's opportunities starting to open up, um, mainly because we're starting to rewrite the story mm -hmm. of women surfing and taking our story back into our own hands. And it's, um, it's through, you know, the open mediums of, of social media and, and as, um, as the print media kind of loses it's uh it's seen like the main companies that uh, were ruling the surf industry um i think the the tail is getting a bit longer mm -hmm. um so to speak and and i i think um these smaller companies are starting to gain a, a bit of a larger voice and also um they're really speaking directly to their community, whereas a lot of the bigger companies started losing um, the connection to their consumers because uh, the surfing story just kind of lost its authenticity. Yeah. And from the women that I've met around the world, um, women are starting to 
come to surfing from all walks of life. They're, they could be in their 40s or in their 50s or in their early 20s. Um, but women are wanting to come to it as a place um, that they can connect with with nature. Um, and it's, it's in a different way. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Way, I think, than a lot of men um, and, and males get into surfing it's, uh, I think, a bit more approached as a sport. And I think women surfing, um, at, at least in the way that I've seen it, um, is as much of a, a medicine as it is a sport for the women, the girls that I see participating in it. And I'm so su- in that sense, uh, it's been really empowering to watch it grow and evolve, um, especially in like the last five years. And I think it's setting a precedent for what we're going to see in the future. I'm really honored to be a part of it. And we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I, I'm sort of, when I hear about, about girlfriends of mine who go on their, on surf trips, uh, just women, and they're just, I'm, I'm like jealous of them because it has sort of this um, connective tissue that, is absent um, when I go with my guy friends to surf. And, and I mean, it's just, it seems to serve sure. slightly different role. And, you know, um, and I'm, I'm always like, oh, can I just sort of hide in the, <laughs> hide in the board bag and just feed <laughs> off that awesome energy? But they always seem to have a better time. Whereas uh, when I've gone with buddies, if the surf sucks, everyone's just getting drunk and angry at each other. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think I think you, that's an, an an interesting point, and and that a lot of the work that our foundation does is, it's our foundation is is rooted in sisterhood, um, and in rooted in uh, kind of creating a safe space for women, um, especially in this time when it, there's a lot of raw issues going on, and and yeah. women are really like stepping behind, like from behind the the um the veil and exposing um exposing things that we may have not felt comfortable to in yeah. the past and and you know really gaining our our footing and our um reclaiming our power so um you know i'm I'm just returning from this retreat um uh down in panama and and we had Ten female participate participants and one male participant, and the one male was having the time of his life um, because he was in this space where women felt really supported, and and I think 
um, you know, he's he's an extremely special man, and I um, I I think that he doesn't question um, why he he decided to go on that trip um, because the the flood of female energy in a in a healing manner is is really powerful, and um, I know for myself. Um, being around my sisters and, and my friends and, and being around in that safe space with each other. Um, and then you throw surfing in it as well. Um, I keep saying this word medicine, but that's, that's what it feels like. Um, cause sometimes you need to cry and sob in, in your friend's arms and, um, women coming together and, and creating community with each other is, I think an important element to creating uh, the powerful communities that we need to lead our our um, global societies back into a, a conscious future. And Becky, I'm curious from the legal side. You know, how are you dealing with it? Because you're, I imagine, you're negotiating with a lot of these companies, a lot of team managers, and. You know, to negotiate Steph Gilmore and make sure she's getting paid or taken care of uh, equally, or if not better than most of the men. You know, I think I'm curious, like what you're what you're seeing and what your perspective is. You're getting that back door kind of view in some ways. Are you yeah, seeing a difference so, um, in the culture of the business? I, I think so, and um, just to just to kind of clarify, I do. Um, I I don't necessarily manage or agent any athletes sorry um i typically work with their managers if they have a manager it's not sometimes i work with the individual athlete but my bread and butter like like where my most of my clients come from is from the visa side so i work with a lot of foreign athletes that need Uh visas to the united states to be able to come compete here so somebody like steph that's what i that's what i helped her out with with her visa but um i just i just kind of wanted to clarify yeah sorry sorry definitely (laughs) No, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, definitely for me, uh, being a female in this super male-dominated industry yeah. um, has been interesting. Um, but I will say this. I have never felt, like, uh, disrespected. I have never felt like anybody was treating me different because I'm a woman. Nice. Um, and I, I don't know if it's just because of, of the perspective that I hold in general. Like, I'm, I'm pretty confident in what I do. Um, I know my abilities. Um, and I think just going into that, uh, you know, going into conversations and going into negotiations or, um, you know, or dealings in that way, just with that kind of confidence, um, I think has, has garnered me a lot of respect, like not expecting anything because I'm a girl, just kind of going into it and being like, this is what's going on. This is what I got. This is what I can help you with. And, um, you know, and this is how we'll meet in the middle. And I, I think that 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 in and of itself has been fantastic um i definitely <laughs> it's been it was really interesting being a girl i'm so I'm originally from miami florida and being a girl from miami mm-hmm. um you know moving to encinitas not really knowing anyone and then moving into my role as an action sports lawyer and being really the only person that's doing exactly what i'm doing i think in the world that's so it's really interesting creating that space um for myself and just yeah it's really like uh it's just really unlikely it's an unlikely story (laughs) you know this girl from miami came in and did this and um i'm just i'm really proud of my accomplishments um insofar as like what i've been able to accomplish of course i'm super proud of the athletes that i get to work with um 
unbelievable, like the best athletes in the world in skate, surf, snow, moto, parkour, base jump, I mean, you name it, wow. pretty much any individual sport we're working with. Um, but I think, uh, I think uh, like, like everybody else um, who is ambitious and who's hungry, um, I think I got to a point with action sports um, law group, and I'm at that point now where um, I love what I do. I, I don't think I'll ever give this business up, but I felt a calling to do more. And I felt like I really wanted to participate in the wave of, of you know, of activism in a sense, you know, and the wave of creating a space for um, for women. It's not ever exclusive to women. Like, we love men. <laughs> we love for men to participate in our you know, in our, um, in our cleanups and in our projects. And, you know, we absolutely encourage everyone's participation. Um, but really understanding that in the surf industry, in the action sports industry, really, there's, there wasn't what we created, which we need has, like there wasn't really a space like that, um, that was available. Bergeson and, too. So I think that was kind of like, yeah, we've been, ahead. we've been talking about changing. We, we mentioned changing times, changing Tides Foundation at the top and how that brought you guys to uh, the Dominican Republic. But um, sort of pull back and, and let listeners know like what the what the core mission yeah. is, the constituent members and how, how it works. I, either of you. So the yeah. initial. Yeah, the initial um, the initial thing that prompted Changing Tides Foundation was just understanding, like, basically, I started um, buying filters from Waves for Water and taking them on surf trips with me. And uh, and so that was kind of how it all started with with the service aspect and understanding and realizing that it doesn't take that big of an effort to do something good, and and also like for somebody like me, I I generally I mean I love going on my surf trips and surfing two or three days and that's great, but the downtime um, for me it makes me want to get outside the walls of where I'm staying, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what prompted it to start, um, and then. One of the communities that I worked with um, experienced a hurricane, and right after that hurricane, um, you know, there wasn't really much I could do to help outside of clean water, right? And so mm-hmm. that kind of just prompted this desire to do more and to be more involved. So, um, and then also, you know, I had people asking me like, "Hey, how can I come on one of these trips with you? Like, I'd love to get involved." And and uh, and I was just like, I don't really want to take people on trips, but I want to give travelers the tools that they would need in order to get involved in something wherever they travel to. And that's kind of like the origin of Changing Tides Foundation, where it began. It was to create a platform to give travelers the tools to be able to participate or add an element of service to their travels. Um, And from there, it kind of went into, we're allowed to work with um, health, safety, social, and environmental under our mission. And so that really is super broad. And the three main focal points that we've been working with to date have been the trash crisis and environmental issues um, globally, really. Um, and then female empowerment, just because we are women. You know, we have that, that like, kind of as a shoe-in. And then and it also, you know, when you look at, like, the United Nations, like, all the, the problems that, con- that contribute to poverty, mm-hmm. um, we're touching on three of them. Clean water is the third one. So it's just really easy for us to, like, let's say, take some water filters with us on a trip where we're already doing a female empowerment aspect and, and then do a beach cleanup and add environmental to it. And so, surf, um, yeah, and surf industry yeah. tourism of all the sort of um, sports 
travel, I think it, 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 it visits so many different places all over the world, many of which have those problems, either an environmental problem, um, a patriarchal uh, disparity and control and, and wealth, whatever it is. And, and there's been such a tradition, it feels like, from the outside. And having visited, we'll just show up, stay at our place, surf, and leave rather than integrate uh, with the communities that surround these beautiful surf waves. Exactly, exactly. And then the other thing we really want to impart on people is just the knowledge on how to go to these places without making their problems worse, right? So the goal is to leave the places better that we visit better than we found them. So um, we encourage people to purchase reusable utensils, to to purchase a water filter and a reusable bottle, and to take your own bag and, you know, to kind of, like we call it ad- adventure in a conscious way, right? Adventure consciously. Um, and so that, that really is a big, a big way where you can automatically get involved without even, if you don't have the extra time, like just arm yourself with a little toolkit of like reusables. And because most of these countries, you know, like I mentioned before, most of these countries we visit don't have proper trash collection. So we go there as tourists, we eat their food and, you know, buy a bunch of stuff from the grocery store, we use 50 water bottles or whatever it may be, and, and we leave all that crap behind. Nice. And, and then it becomes their problem. And so that's why I say we all contribute. Every time you drink from a plastic, well, you know, we can't yeah. point fingers. We're all responsible for the global trash problem right now. And, uh, and so, yeah, it really just um, from an adventure and a and travel standpoint, it's really just educating people on how they can be better. Um, <laughs> And, and just leaving the places better than we found them. Cool. Well, guys, um, when do you get into New York, and when does the film screen? <laughs> <laughs> I fly in on Friday, uh, Friday afternoon, with Anna, who's another one of our co-founders. Nice. And then Leah flies in on Saturday uh, midday, and then we have a maker flies in the home day. market. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have a maker's market. Um, I, I actually believe I'm speaking on like a Luna Bar panel at the Rockaway Bakery at that nice. morning. And then we have uh, we have a maker's market that day that Davina from um, Lava Girl Surf and Women's Surf Film Festival is organized. She's been such a dream mm-hmm. um, to work with. And she's such a badass. <laughs> and we have her coming um, up then, right after you guys. <laughs> oh, I can't awesome. wait. I can't wait. So, and then after that, uh, I believe our film uh, is going to be screening on Saturday night. But Davina can give us exact um, details on that. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you both. Thank you both for joining us. We, we really appreciate it. I'm super bummed we're not going to be here. Both Ben and I, I, I have to go away for work, and Ben does too. So we're really bummed we won't be here to, to greet you guys and get a wave because it looks like there's going to be waves potentially this weekend as well. So hope you, you both are bringing your boards or have boards to use. <laughs> Oh, we're going to be borrowing boards from, from Buddy <laughs> Pendergast from Patagonia. Nice. <laughs> nice. We've got Buddy locked down. We're like, Perfect. Buddy, we need, we need you. We need the artist. <laughs> so, um, oh, and I just wanted to mention quickly, we will yes. also be speaking um, on a panel, Leah and myself, and I believe um, somebody from Surfrider Foundation, and, and there's one more organization. I can't remember the name right now. But we'll be at Patagonia Bowery Store nice. uh, at 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday, August 1st. And that will be like a, we'll be speaking specifically to the tone of, uh, of single use plastics. Um, and then we'll also be, uh, participating in the surf 
Surf Film Festival, the Women's Surf Film Festival in Montauk uh, nice. the following weekend. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up. I mean, check out our Instagram um, for, for updates. And I know Davina has a really, really good uh, website for Women's Surf Film Festival. So. And uh, where can everyone yeah. find both you on social media? Uh, where can we find you guys? Instagram. So we're yeah. Changing Tides Foundation. Yes. Yeah. um, The website is changingtidesfoundation.org. And then Leah's on Instagram as Leah Loves. I'm sure a lot of you guys follow her already. And then myself, uh, I'm Action Sports Law. Cool. Thank you, you both. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a good one and good luck. Yeah, thanks for having us. Our pleasure. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Space for. for, Praising, praising the female um, entity. We we really appreciate um, your support. Well, we appreciate you guys. All right, thank you. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Take care. Thank you. All right, and that was Leah Dawson and Becky Mendoza. As uh, Ben, you're gonna play a little yeah, bit of music, yeah, and yeah. Uh, why what don't you cool, why don't cool you test. talk to our guests? Why don't you talk yeah. to our listeners while I get to well, you know? You know what's what's interesting? Um, uh, power to Two, not two stars, but two five-star guests. Um, and so, folks, this is nice that we can have uh, uh, two opportunities to meet them both in Rockaway this weekend and then uh, the weekend after in Montauk. Uh, I was actually out at the uh, Montauk Beach House uh, this past weekend for the uh, past show guests. Um, Julian and Ed of Ice Cream Headaches. And we're going to actually have Davina of uh, the... Uh, okay, well, let's get Davina on right now. Davina, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. All right. All right. We have here with us... Awesome segue. Davina Grinchevius. Is that how we pronunciate it? Close. Grinchevius. Uh. Grinchevius. Grinchevius. Okay, my apologies. <laughs> We've five times, twenty times is a charm with us here. Thanks for coming back <laughs> on the show. There. We'll get there eventually. How are you holding up? Are you ready for this weekend? Are you ready for this marathon of film festival? Yeah, absolutely. Breathe. <laughs> 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 so, um, for our listeners, can we? Can you just give us a quick overview of the festival, what we have going on over the next week in terms of screenings and events? And then, uh, yeah, and, and like let everyone know where they can find it, all the information, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some of the films you're going to be showing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're pretty excited to see it with Expanded from last, um, as we do every year. And so Rockaway Beach is this Friday and Saturday night at the Rockaway Beach Surf Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say, uh, I know, my favorite. Um, Me too. We kick off at 7. We say 7 so you can have some tacos and cocktails. Uh, this Friday, Lukey O'Keefe is uh, our opening exhibit, ex- um, exhibiting photographer. Um, she's flying in from California, mm-hmm. and um, she will be there to meet and greet people, and her work will be on display for the next week, uh, two weeks. Um, so that will be Friday. Uh, Saturday... We have a new addition to the festival. It's at the Rockaway Beach Bakery, which is around the corner from the surf club. Uh, we are hosting a surf market, the first one, and it's featuring a collection of local surf and lifestyle brands. Nice. Um, we're doing complimentary beauty treatments. 
drank samples of sucha juice and water and lunavas and it's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of music and good times. That's awesome. Um, and that's one to six. Yeah, we're excited. And then you're um, taking it on the road for the weekend after. Yes, that's <laughs> right. So the following weekend we're heading to Montauk. Um, and we'll be there Friday night and Saturday night. Friday night, we are for the first time uh, hosting an exhibit, ex- 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 I can't say that word today, <laughs> uh, <laughs> exhibition uh, by the photographer Fiona Mullen. Nice. Uh, she's based out in New Jersey, and we're really excited to have her work there at the uh, Montauk Beach House. Um, and then the following night, we'll be doing a uh, the, the film festival. Nice. Um, we're also offering that day a complimentary yoga session with B Yoga at the Montauk Beach House. Happy. And then the Sunday, I don't never go, never stop. But the Sunday, we're going to do a beach cleanup with Surf Rider and, uh, and a paddle out with all the locals. So it should be a lot of fun. You're a masochist. <laughs> Let me just first tell you, you are a masochist. like i've done this i've done this before too i've done the the rockaway montauk thing you're a masochist (laughs) (laughs) well this year i learned i learned from last year last year i gave myself two weeks between but i think you just got a soldier on and just keep having fun pound it out Um, back to back what sort of films should we be looking forward to for this uh this edition of the film festival we're pretty excited. Um, we are East Coast premiering, I think you might have spoken earlier tonight, to the Changing Tides Ladies Foundation. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they have a short film called Same Seas. Uh, we're also premiering a film called Surfing to Coat by Katie Walsh. And she'll be, um, she'll be attending the festival in Rockaway. Nice. Um, and we have two other films, Inspire, which is uh, by a French photographer, uh, uh, filmmaker, McGann. Magia, I hope I'm saying that right. And um, and finally, Lost Shapers, which is uh, premiering all around. I think the inertia might be premiering at the same night in California. But they don't uh, count, so it's why. okay. They don't count. It's good. It's good. <laughs> all about female shapers. So I know you want to watch that one. Yeah, no, we're interested in that. A call to arms for female shapers. We want them on the show. Absolutely. We, we're totally. actually looking for them for the It Does Not Work surfboard show. So... Yes, and we, you know, any <laughs> sort of encouragement there, we would love for sure. It's a, I, I have a Davina. I have a question. Did it seem like it's one thing to to put on this this sh- um, the film festival and congrats on your sixth year of doing it? So much okay. work to just get the films, get you know the submissions, the 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 open call, um, curate them. But what? Why? Um, Maybe this goes to the masochist question. Does it feel like um, these festivals um, call for a bigger opportunity for engagement? The yoga, the paddle out, the um, beach cleanup. The beach cleanup. Is it? Is there something about that? The rallying energy of of sitting and being with these films that sort of um, made these other programming aspects a logical fit, or is it just that you wanted to? Um, Get get more done throughout the weekend when everyone was there and and love punishment uh, over organizing or, things. Or, is, or are your eyes bigger than your stomach? <laughs> We're saluting here. We love it. It's been a um, and I hate to use this word because it's always overused, but it's, it's an organic process. It's like every year that we've hosted it, 
the films change the festival. You know, there's been mm. more and more films about not only these passionate women surfing, but their environmentally conscious efforts, you know, to protect the oceans that we all surf in. So, you know, it's like, how can we bring further awareness to people that are coming to the festival? I mean, a lot of people that come, they all, you know, they really get a lot out of it. They're either inspired to try surfing, continue, or travel. But it's really nice to see that aspect and bring in these non-for-profits that are working so hard to make a difference. And what they need is a platform. So it's really nice to have, let's, let's integrate what it means to clean up the beach in a respective. What does it mean, you know, to, to be a female entrepreneur who's starting a business and, and being creating these products that are like environmentally conscious and yet you're struggling because you're up against these big corporations. So let's give them a chance. Where's their platform? So the festival has expanded on that scale kind of naturally. Um, and so I want to just be that platform for everyone and, and then everyone just has a good time and, and get something out of it. What What has been the evolution over the last six years what what's it like when you started this festival to now uh what differences do you see in the surf world surf industry and how uh people are reacting to it uh i'm just kind of curious like what you've seen the difference or what differences you've seen over that time there's definitely more awareness and attention i think with female surfing on a professional scale and as well as just you know, as a soul surfer. Um, there's still, there's definitely more films out there now than there was six years ago, but there's still not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there's still not ask. enough when I compare it to everything that's being produced um, by big corporations. And, you know, it takes money to produce films. And a lot of the films that I find and curate, they are by local artists, filmmakers, and, um, and they make something very special with, uh, local businesses, um, but there are a lot of also big companies that are able to to find the money and support. But I think it does come down to funding, and um, I still find that there needs to be more diversity in the content that we see. Um, it's really enjoyable to watch films and stories from around the world where we enter someone else's culture and what it takes or what it meant for that person to start surfing or continue surfing is so different from what it is to be a surfer in New York. Um, I just wish we could get more of those stories um, every year. But I think I think it's getting better. But it's, it's definitely more awareness and there's more women surfing in the water. I think it's all changing. There's better, better equipment for women. There's like better surf attire. You know, it's, it's getting there, but we're still not there. <laughs> uh, two years ago, there was a film, and you'll have to remind me, and I'm sorry, I, re- I forget the title of it, but it was about female big wave surfers who were excluded from surfing against the guys at Mavericks, and it sort of focused yeah. around the big waves off San Francisco. And one of these, one of the, one of these surfers, uh, I forget her name, which is probably a larger problem here that there's not enough Sarah name. Sarah Gerhardt. She's like, she was she said that I, I have the talent, but I'm excluded because I don't fit the sort of the optics, the looks that the brands want from their star, right. their female star. And it's and like sh- there was nothing wrong. I mean, who? why are we even talking about that? Because she ripped. And like I felt sort of heartbroken uh, 
coming in from from many outside uh, out, outlooks on this. But um, any is, is so this obviously still a problem, and this is where lack of of support for some of these women who yeah. rip just as hard. Yeah. Well, I think the shift is going to come from the more women that take on surfing in the water and professionally. Because you think back five, six years ago, and you look at some of these websites, and there was that article that came out early this year where they had split screen and they had a picture that represented men surfing and then women's apparel, and it was a skinny girl (laughs) on a beach. The billabong ad. blew up. Yeah. So, and that was, that was really interesting that I think they just, it was just a habit. It's like they were just so used to that's the way it's been. Yeah. But there's not enough women that are being, that are like, well, wait a minute, this isn't right. And I think it's starting to change now. And that's why it blew up. And I think that's why people are now going to start paying a little more attention to the way that women are perceived in sports, um, well, surfing it, in particular. It's, it's always been run by men. The most, the whole industry in general has been mostly run by men over the last fifty years, basically, and it's, you know, only now we're seeing women like you, especially, who are saying, "Well, screw you guys, I'm just going to do this on my own." I, you know, if you're not going to help support, well, I'm just going to do it. And like, I think that's really what it's going to take is a lot of women who are like you, Davina, who are yeah. stepping up and just taking on the responsibility of promoting women. And I think that is really where a lot of the change that I'm starting to see happen and that that's getting me excited. I think it's great because it adds a whole new uh, outlook on surfing in some ways and and a a slightly different aesthetic that I think is more in some ways in tune with the core values of surfing. So so I, 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 I salute you. And everyone go, go to the, go to these festival, uh, screenings, uh, this weekend, uh, in Rockaway at the Rockaway beach surf club, Montauk at the Montauk beach house, uh, the weekend after we're going to post everything online. Uh, Davina, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for your work. Oh, oh, can I just say one quick thing? Yeah. Two more things. I just want to let you know that we are hosting a competition where we're giving away, um, the trip to two to soul and surf, which is a, um, surf and yoga retreat in Sri Lanka. Um, everything's included except the airfares valued at 2700 All we're going to do is just go to the wow. website and sign up. We're really kind of excited. And one more thing I just want to thank also is Luna. It's our third year now that they're, uh, that they're presenting with us and they're showing their continued support to the female surf community. And we need more companies like that. You Absolutely. know, that really helps. Willie Yandel, man. He's the he's been really great in supporting. <laughs> I think uh, the the community yeah. in general yeah. with with and Luna and Cliff. Yeah, and the environment they're just just phenomenal. They really are a wonderful well, company. Well, Davina, I I want to say congratulations on another successful year. Uh, like I said in our text, the student town has now become the master, and you are just incredible what you're doing, and it always stokes me out. And thank you for joining oh, us. And good thank luck this guys. week. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You got it, Davina. Thank you so much. Have all a right. good one. All right. You too. Thanks, guys. All right, Tyler. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, Davina. Um, folks, we're going to see you in a month. Yeah, we're going to be taking a, a little hiatus. Uh, be taking most of August yep. off. I might slip in here okay. one or two <laughs> days just for shits and giggles. Uh, but we're going to be coming back. We're going to have renewed focus. We're going to be pumped. And 
Hope you all stay stoked out there, right? All right. Thanks so much. Take care. Cheers.